Hey everybody, welcome back. Um, as always, I'm Amanda and I'm joined by my lovely co-host Erica and my almost inebriated co-host Amy. <laughs> Hi guys, how's it going? Hey guys! I'm trying really hard. <laughs> so do you want to tell us why you're trying to get inebriated? So, dear listeners, I have some bad news. Um, my Christmas present came early this year, uh, about a week ago. I'm very sad to report that the final chapter of the K Kentucky saga has been completed. We closed the chapter, and unfortunately, there will be no special podcast appearances from are not so dear Kentucky. I uh, got some bad news and I uh, belabored under the misapprehension that he might actually want to meet at some point, but he does not because he has decided to start seeing his ex. Wow. An ex that he had to travel to go see. Oh, wow. Because six months of me trying to convince him that it would be easy to meet because we're only two hours apart. But I don't know where his ex is. I really don't care. I feel sorry for her. Um, so, yeah, that's where we are right now. Yeah, that is an unexpected turn. Because it seemed like you guys had been talking so often lately and uh, things had really well, kind of ramped up. I invested about six months of time and energy with this guy. And the whole reason I spent so much time talking to him is because I've been single for three years. And in the time, like even before COVID hit, like me going on dates... This is the one guy I met that I actually felt like I was really excited about meeting. You know, he hit all the right buttons, um, said all the right things, sparked all the interest that nobody else did. Um, you know, I was so excited that I took the initiative and yay me. Oh, such brave new courage I have. And the more I look back on it now, it wasn't. Yeah, it was brave of me to do all that stuff, but I was the one doing all the work because he was just looking for a fucking pen pal. Um, you know, he, uh, all of the conversation, I mean, how many times have I come on here and talked about how hot and cold his conversations were, how he would disappear, and at one point I thought he'd ghost it and I completely deleted his profile. And... You know, he just. Yeah, you know, but I, I think you're being really hard on yourself because you weren't. It wasn't like you were like, I'm in love with this guy and you just took whatever breadcrumbs he threw your way. I mean, you weren't talking to anybody else and he was interesting enough. And he was. I mean, didn't he call you several yeah, times like. We talked twice, and then my phone freaked out, and he had left me a message and was like, oh, yeah, this means we can talk at any time now. But 
there was a very short window of time where we were having these great conversations and, you know, even I'd say like a week ago, we had this conversation that was, I, I, I think it was like one of the most erotic conversations I've ever had. You know, it was a very, of a very explicit sexual nature, but it wasn't crude. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like, it felt right. And after I, I, I later found out that he was already talking to his ex at the same time. So it's like, well, yeah. that explains the hot and the cold because he was trying to play it from both ends. And then I got really angry because I realized he didn't ask me any questions. It was me volunteering information. Like, all the conversations that I had with him, he wasn't asking anything about me. It was just me trying to carry a conversation like, oh, yeah, I totally agree. You know, I did this, blah, blah, blah. It was uh, a lot of a lot of me chasing him around trying to get him to talk to me. But when we first talked on the phone, it wasn't like that. So when do you think it was, why was it different when you were on the phone versus off the phone? Do you, do you think, you know, why? Well, I, I think when we first started talking, he had not reconnected with his ex yet, so I had his full undivided attention, Uh. and he still seemed very, you know, he seemed very interested in me, and we had this great conversation where we were, you know, it would just, it flowed, it didn't feel like a QA and a session where we were interviewing each other, you know, it just... One of my one of my guy friends referred to it as did he give good phone? <laughs> <laughs> and I said he gave great phone. Which is <laughs> I'm I'm stealing that. I've never heard that before, but heard that? that's funny. Um yeah, so he uh he he was a lot different on the phone. He was exciting and great to talk to and he seemed very, very interested. And then, then the whole, okay, well, I might call you tomorrow things happened and he didn't call tomorrow. Cause you know, and it's like, how do you get upset about that? I might call you tomorrow if I can fit it in. It's like, okay, well, then we have this steamy conversation and he's like, we'll chat tomorrow, question mark. And it was, it was more like, I want to chat with you tomorrow. And I'm like, yeah, I'll be disappointed if we don't talk tomorrow. I didn't talk to him. He disappeared again. It's like, you know, it's like they, uh, I went on Reddit and asked some advice about the situation. And I have since learned that they call this the slow fade. So he will never, well, I'll come back to this, but I, I found out that he had been talking to the ex for a couple of weeks before he finally sent me the uh, the email. That's so, a couple of weeks, because it's like, that seems like exactly when things started to get more it's between like, you guys. Yeah, it's like I had about a week of t- opportunity, and then it was gone. That's what it feels like. Like, my window of opportunity with this 
was so short and narrow, which is why I'm all the more upset about it, because it's like, well, fuck me. What did I do? Why do I keep getting these shitty things happen? You know, this one person that I like in three fucking years, and he gets back with his ex. So, you know, it. I feel like a fucking idiot for letting him lead me on, basically. And all I can say is we're in the middle of a pandemic. I was trying to be careful, do the right things. And it really didn't matter at all because he went and, you know, it's just... I wasn't enough. He didn't care. He didn't want to meet me, not when he has the opportunity to get back with his ex, which is most likely a sure thing. You know, I'm too much work. Well, just think, I mean, that's actually kind of a silver... I hate to be like, everything's a silver lining, but... Well, someone else Not said- to say that at least you didn't have... To, I'm glad you didn't have to spend time on the road. Like... Exposing yourself, you know. Well, somebody else said, think about how bad you had felt if you had met this guy in a, you know, if you'd met some, if we had met somewhere at the middle, which probably would have been a a shitty ass hotel somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know, how rotten would I feel if, uh, you know, I'd gotten it on with this guy and was basically like this cheap thing that happened in a shit hotel somewhere. Because I I just, you know, I look back on it now and given how much I've talked about this guy, I've always been very upfront with him and said, oh, hey, we, I talked about you on the podcast again. I've always sent him links thinking he might be listening. I'm pretty sure now that he's never listened to a single fucking episode because he just wasn't that into me. Yeah, I mean, it sounds a little bit too like you were able to get emotionally invested doing, you know, through texting and then finally through phone calls. And he, whether he wasn't able to or wasn't, didn't want to or whatever, um, I don't think that that is a reflection of you, right? I think... um, You've always been somebody who can do kind of long distance relationships and you can get a lot out of messages Mm -hmm. and talking to people that way. And you really are good. I mean, I think like you're more introverted than any of the three of us. And I think that that is often something that introverts do well is like connect even like when you're not in person. Um, And so I think, instead of thinking of it so much of like, what did you do wrong? I mean, I think it might just be like, you didn't do anything wrong. You just are one of those people who you can open your heart up through messaging. And that's really hard for a lot of people. So yeah, he should have been probably up. He should have definitely been up front with you before your, um, you know, steamy conversation. Definitely. That's really kind of shitty. The way it went down was I, I was, because he was doing the slow fade, I all I kept thinking about was, okay, where is this going? What are we doing? And I was trying to find a way to to email him and say, okay, I know we're not in a relationship, but 
what are we to each other and what do we want to be to each other? This was going to lead up to the whole, do you, do you want to actually meet or not? Because I'm kind of at the point where I need an answer. And I wasn't really ready to hear what I might like. I had decided I'm going to wait until after the holidays because I may not like what I want to hear. Yeah. I'm, I'm laughing because I've been there so many times where it's like, you're like, okay, I know what I want to have be happening isn't what's happening, but can I live in dream world for a little bit longer? Right. Um, until- or should I actually get the answer? Yeah. So I got this. It, it, it is the fact that he was obviously kind of on the same page. Like I was talking to a friend, like, how do I write this? Cause I don't want to come across as creepy. Like, oh, we have to meet because we're invested in each other now. It's like, how do you even approach it when you don't even know what you are to each other? Other than, like, people who occasionally talked on the phone and text. So, I was on the treadmill, like, trying to, basically zoning out, wrapping, trying to come up with ways to talk about this, and I, you know, I was trying to prolong things a little bit, and I had this cute line, like, I was going to send him a text message and say, so who are you doing on New Year's Eve? You know, just like this cute, I, <laughs> if I'm lucky, maybe it'll be me. Um, so as soon as I got off the treadmill, I noticed he had sent me a text message and it was a really long text message. And as soon as I saw the long text message, fuck, I know how this is going to end. So... He went on to say that he's like, I'm sorry if this is going to hurt. I mean, he said, I'm sorry if this hurts your feelings at least three times in the in the in the text message. And he he said. uh, You know, I feel like I have to be honest, even though we're only talking on text and on the phone, it's still a relationship of sorts, even though it's not really a thing but I feel like I have to be honest with you. And, oh, yeah, I've been talking to my girlfriend, for my ex-girlfriend for several weeks now, and I'm spending the weekend with her. I just wanted to let you know, and I know that this will probably change things between us. And I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings again. I love how even with that, he's still trying to see what he can get from you. Because yeah. he didn't actually end things. No, he, he was didn't. like, he was like, this might change things for you here. I'm going to go do this, this and that. And, you know, you're still welcome to hang around in case I change my mind later. Yeah. So I wrote him back and I, you know, after I got past the, the knife through the ribs feeling, I just wrote him back and I'm like, I have no idea what to say right now. Um, Um, so all I am going to say is thank you for being honest and this really sucks. That's pretty much all I said because I was so blindsided. Like what, what do you really say? So he wrote back a second time and he's like, you don't have to say anything. I understand this is out of the blue. Um, and then he went on to write a bunch of shit about how, how interesting I am. And he turned off his profile after he started talking to me because I was, quote, the most interesting person he'd met online, and he wanted to see where things would go between us. 
It's like, at first I was just like, don't tell me this. This does not make me feel better. This just makes me feel like more of a shithead. And now I'm looking at it and I'm like, you are so full of crap. I don't believe anything you ever told me during the time that we spoke. I no longer believe anything you told me now. Hmm. <clears throat> so, I need a refreshment break. This is a good time for the sponsor break, isn't it? Yes, I think it definitely is. So you go refill. We will hear from our sponsor, and we'll be right back, everybody. So, yay wine. <laughs> yay wine. And we're, <laughs> we're back from break. Yay Talk wine. Talking to Amy about how much wine is is coming to her rescue tonight. So, uh, yeah, that was my Christmas present this year. Yay. Double whammy for Christmas. I feel like Krampus visited you this year instead of St. Nick. <laughs> I, I think so, too. It, 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 <laughs> I think yeah, so. It's all that good German heritage. The Krampus got me. Yeah. I've so, been a naughty child. You mentioned that you put this kind of out there on Reddit. What kind of responses did you get? So most of them were, so like the first person who wrote it, who wrote a response, it was kind of, I don't want to say it was harsh, but it was very sharp, you know, very blunt. And just, it felt like it had really sharp edges. Like, oh, this feels just as bad as what he wrote to me. But basically, everybody said, you don't have a relationship. You were his pen pal. Um, if you're unsure about what to do with this. Well, that was the thing. The whole reason I put it on Reddit was just like you were saying. He left it open-ended. Like, you know, this may change how things are between us. And so I'm like, so what is this guy? I still don't know what this guy wants from me. Does he actually want me to keep talking to him? And this was at the point when I was still like, oh, God, I'm not ready to let this go. And uh, so I'm like, I don't know what to do. OK, I'm going to go to Reddit where I can be anonymous and people will hopefully give me some decent advice. And everyone was pretty much like, toss him. He's a shit. Um, you're, he's not worth your time. Look at his actions and how he's treated you. He's pretty much already decided to go with his ex don't take him back. Um, I want to give a shout out to someone uh, called Purple 51 Turtle, who said some very kind things and related a story of her own. Well, I'm assuming it's a she, he or she. Um, they left a comment about how something very similar happened to them. And it was, it really sucks when they are trying to be kind about the whole thing and it's just like you know it just makes you more attracted to them for trying to do the right thing and that's exactly how I felt about this you know he says all said all that nice stuff which I don't believe now but so basically everybody kind of said do the same thing there was one variation and the one I liked the best was from a, a reddit user named Maleficent Youth 215 and she said, you deserve better. Don't respond. Delete the text. Block if you want. But if you do that, you won't get a booty to call text when they break up after Valentine's Day. 
then move on. So that's kind of where I am right now. I have I have blocked as necessary. I have deleted text. I have unmatched. I have, well, I won't come back to that too, but basically I have removed all existence of this guy from my life because I don't even want to see his name. So did you actually block him from your phone? Um, I blocked him on, we were not friends on Facebook, but we talked through Messenger on Facebook. I kept seeing his name pop up, so I blocked him on Facebook just so I don't have to see his name Mm -hmm. because it bothered me seeing, oh, yeah, he's online. I don't want to know. I don't want to see him. I deleted all the texts and all the photos from from, uh, from my text thing. I did not block him, but I deleted everything. I'm kind of curious if I'll hear from him again. See... As someone who knows you really well, Amy, <laughs> I should block him. you need to block him because don't give him that power over you when he, it, when like either that you're waiting, oh, is he going to come back? And then I can, you know, I can, you know, whatever, like, you know, what's the word? Oh my God, you guys, what is the word? Reject. You know, are you, like, waiting for him to come crawling back so you can reject him? And then what if he doesn't ever come crawling back? How is that going to make you feel? If he does come crawling back, are you going to be able to reject him? Or are you going to go through a tailspin again? And it's like, I know you, and I also know that we are very similar, that we do not fall often. But when we do, we fall hard. And, like, when you, I mean, like, when you have a connection with somebody, you know? Yeah. I'm glad um, you- that because I wouldn't say that I've I've we're gonna we're gonna say fallen with air quotes yeah I don't mean that you're in love with him yeah I just mean yeah because other people can't see the faces we're making right now but like you don't it's like you know either you don't care or you care and it's like this guy has made it known that you're not his priority so why give him another why give him the opportunity to wreak havoc on your life in the future? Well, so this is another possible thing that is into TMI land, but because I'm a very strong advocate for mental health awareness and I hate that people who have mental health issues have a stigma, I'm going to say I had, I had a call with my shrink yesterday. Usually our calls are about 30 minutes a pop. Because of the mood I've been in and where I am at present, my phone call or my uh, my video chat with my shrink was two hours yesterday. So she gave me a pep talk and I can't remember everything she said, but basically I am trying to I'm trying to date myself for the foreseeable future. Because we ourselves are the only constant in life. Everything else is temporary. Even your partner, because someone may die before you. Things happen. You are the only permanent thing in your life. And and it's very depressing to me because I know what issues I have. And until I get my shit together, which may not ever happen, 
I'm not going to be in a place where I can date someone else. And the other thing she said that was very interesting was I was in a place of desperation because I've met one person. It's like, I don't have a lot of options. I'm trying to stick with this one thing because it was what was available to me. I need to be in a place where I don't need to date. I can be happy without having someone else in my life. And if I meet someone, it's the cherry on top of the ice cream sundae that I already have. That's about the best way I can put it. I like that. Okay, you're everybody, you're welcome. That was your free psycho and uh, your free cognitive behavioral therapy session. <laughs> and uh, PSA, everybody check on your loved ones and your friends and your neighbors. Give people a call. Uh, do a Zoom chat with people because it's a really hard time for people, especially those of us who have mental health issues. It's a really shitty time. So please check on your loved ones. Sometimes a kind word means an awful lot to people. So, okay, PSA over. Thank you for that. That is something that we needed. And hopefully it helps somebody out there, whether they are aware of it or not. Yeah, I'm going to have another drink of wine now. That may not be officially sanctioned by her therapist, you guys. Yeah. Just FYI. But yeah. it's officially sanctioned by us. Like, yeah. yeah. Within, within reason. That was the, the armchair armchair psych, psychiatrist. No, is it psychiatrist? Or, I can never remember. The, Psychologist. I mean, if you were throwing pills out to the audience, <laughs> then you'd be well, a psychiatrist. I'm be psychiatrist because I can't dispense pills. <laughs> So, so, yes, moving forward, um, I, I after all of this happened, I went on, uh, I, I went on to uh, OkCupid, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to put myself back out there. I'm going to throw myself into a bunch of conversations and see where this goes, and, and, uh, so I, w- I started talking to a couple of people and, you know, after all was said and done, I looked at the people I was talking to and one guy was recently separated. He wasn't even divorced yet. He was very honest about it in his profile, but it's like, I've recently separated from my wife. And I'm like, yeah, I've done this before. I've been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. I really don't want to go here again because I know how these things turn out. And then the other guy I was talking to, he kept asking the most boring questions. He was like, oh, so how are you today? And I'm like, I'm really pissed off and life sucks. And he's like, oh, well, how come you're pissed off? Or I said something about the bitter taste of the, the taste of bitter defeat or something like that. And he was like, you know, he kept asking all these questions like, well, why are you upset? What can I do to help? You know, it's like, I know he meant well, but it was just like every, every, every question that he sent just annoyed me that much more until I was at the point where I'm like, why am I am angry that I even have to be on this site? Like I was just so 
I, I looked at a bunch of people on there and I'm like, all of these profiles are innocuous. Everybody looks the same. Everybody is bald or uninteresting or they all say like there, there was nothing in any of the profiles that jumped out at me like they were just not interesting. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? I'm angry that I even have to be here because I just spent six months of my life trying to avoid having to be on this site. Like, fuck it, I am done. So I started, I, I actually did not delete OkCupid, but I lost, I purposely uh, blanked out the password so that the next time I try to log in, I'm going to have to remember my password, which I honestly don't remember even now. Um, I deleted all of my, I deleted my Tinder profile. I deleted my Bumble profile. I finally figured out how to delete my Plenty of Fish profile. Wait, you still had a Plenty of Fish profile? Because I didn't know how to delete it. <laughs> wow. So That cracks me up. Okay. So for anyone who's curious... Removing a PO, a Plenty of Fish profile is like having a venereal disease. <laughs> oh my god! I love that. Please tell me more. I don't even have a PO, a POF. Like I'm, I'm, I almost want to start one just so I can see how, how this this elaborate, deherpifying uh, experience <laughs> of like getting rid of it. <laughs> Yes, it is like a venereal disease because it's uncomfortable and it requires professional help. I, <laughs> I had to go online via my computer, go to their website, log in via the internet, and then I had to click on help like three times, and then they ask you about 16 times, are you sure you want to delete? Please type in this code. Are you still sure you want to delete? It's like... It is the most arduous thing I have ever done to delete a profile in my life. But anyway, I got rid of it, and I now feel clean. Nice. Oh, yeah. By the way, um, when I did my uh, – this is something that I also learned. Um, so OkCupid got rid of the discovery feature. You can't just – they, uh, you can't just go in and look at profiles for the sake of looking at profiles. You have to swipe now. Well, uh, on the desktop version, you can still see by match percentage. I mean, I just did that the other day. I went When I went in and deleted it last weekend, you couldn't. Is that like a paid lot. thing versus like an unpaid thing, do you think? I don't know. I was looking at... I don't pay. So, yeah, when I log in, I see recommended, and that's, like, the the double take. And yeah. then there's something that's match percentage. Now, you can't you, – you still have – oh, you still have to, I guess, swipe when you're deciding. But you can look at things called match percentage. You can also look at people who are online now, new people, um, popular people, nearby people. So, yeah, and then if you click questions, you can see people who answered, it's got, like questions you care about, and then you can see people who answered a specific way, 
on a question. But yeah, you it, it definitely is very different than what it used to be. Yeah. I just I feel like they're they're inching more and more towards Tinder and Bumble in this this swipe culture. Yeah, and it's interesting because I on the Reddit boards and stuff because like I peruse them every once in a while just for like podcast, you know, ideas or whatever. And a lot of people on the OkCupid board talk about how they do not like the new format of OkCupid. I I was looking at Reddit uh, dating over 40 and I saw someone mentioned it in there. So I went back and looked and it's like, oh yeah, sure enough. It's not there anymore. Like what I was, the way I was used to searching is not there anymore. Yeah. And, but I don't think that's been there for, for a while, but it is, it, 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 you used to be able to like, you'd be like, Oh, I want to look at people match percentage and you'd see a list and you could just look, then click on whoever you wanted from that list. Mm-hmm. But now you have to decide each person then and there, which is so dumb. It's annoying because sometimes, I, I, yeah, you get swipe swipe fatigue. Well, and then it's like I don't know. I mean, like you have to say, um, no. Like, what about those people that you're maybe on? It's like I don't necessarily want to swipe right on them because I don't want to have a conversation with them right now if we do match. But yes. I also don't want to swipe left. I want us to see what's out there. I want to, like, I want to look at the menu and then pick the thing that looks the best. <laughs> yeah. Well, my my menu for a while is going to be diet and exercise. I've been, I've been zoning out on the treadmill quite a bit. Well, I mean, that's good for your ser- serotonin or whatever, too, right? Exercise. Yeah. So. Like, I always feel better when I'm exercising. Oh, yeah, it, it's uh, definitely, it's kind of, for my mental health, I, I have to work out. And I hadn't for a while, so. So, yeah, anyway, I I know we had talked about this before we did the podcast, and dear listeners, I don't know where this leaves me for the future, because if I'm not dating, I'm not going to have much to to put forth on a on a dating website. I, I don't want to disappear, but I also don't want to be the the grumpy misanthrope who says, fuck everyone, fuck everything. And that's kind of where I am right now. So I may take a breather and then come back when I'm when I'm less angry and hate less people. But uh, I can probably be persuaded to come back at some point, assuming you don't mind my nonsense we love your nonsense and we are going to be getting you back mm-hmm. asap because i mean in fact i would be willing to bet that we're going to get you back for next week's podcast i hope that money <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> asap bet after that i don't know well that and just think of it as more as like what can I do to get you back into our podcast next week? <laughs> Just think of every like used car salesman. Like, well, I'm not. You know, I'm not. Going, I'm not going completely away because I just took over the Instagram account, so I have to be around somewhat. Yes. And exactly. kudos to you, and congratulations, and for all of our Instagram folks out there, uh, pay attention and click and do all the stuff that Instagram people do, like. Erica is a little too old, <laughs> and, and I, 
out of uh, out of style to know. Like I don't have an Instagram account, so. Well, I think this leads us into our outro perfectly. Mm. Um, so, because yeah. um, looking at the time, I think we're about out. Since we are also in the new year, we are going back to our shorter format um, episodes. Yeah, so just uh, Amy is now running the Instagram account, so you will notice a uh, much improvement in the quality of graphics um, <laughs> on there. It won't just be pictures from random hikes I went on. They will actually have something to do with the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at Let's Swipe Podcast. And then, of course, our email is still open, and we love listener mail. So you can email us at letswipepod at gmail.com, and that's Let's Swipe without the apostrophe. Um, until next time, guys, have a wonderful day. Um, bye, everybody. Bye, we everybody. love you. Happy New Year.